Mr. Feeney? Mr. Feeney? Mr. Feeney! It should be fine. It will be great. I'm going to unwrap my candy. This is from December. Yep. Two months <laughs> old. Hell yeah. But it's a candy cane. It's candy like cane. what? It's wrapped in plastic. Yeah. But I really love that. You know, I know. It's a big peppermint whore, and, and that's big that. peppermint whore. Oh boy. Slut for some peppermint. Are we recording? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, some, we are. That can be the opening line. Yeah. <laughs> that's exactly how I'll open it. Yeah. We used to have this. I remember um, when I was a kid, my mom would put out like a lot of seasonal decor around the house, and some like seasonal books would mm-hmm. like appear mm-hmm. in in nooks and restrooms oh, yes. and things like that. And um, classic. And there was one that was like the legend of the candy cane. Yes. Uh, oh my oh, god. Do you know this book? Yes. Yeah. I do know that yeah. book. Yeah, and it was all about how like the they like how they came it's to be. It's like the stripes and, and yeah, yeah, each one what it's it all supposed signifies. To be like a religious and, mm-hmm. thing. Oh yeah, it's all a Jesus thing. Yeah, it all made me really Christmas. upset, honestly. But mm-hmm. the whole book made you upset as a child. I just didn't. I don't know. It felt like I think even as a child, I was like, this feels forced. <laughs> <laughs> said like i didn't like it i was like he's gonna say it felt forced yeah, I, think, I think that's i think that was my reaction as a child like this feels forced, forced. Well, it feels like we're imposing a lot of religious symbology on this it feels almost too concocted mm-hmm. where it's like and the stripes are this and the shape is this mm-hmm. and also this and there's like too much to it and i'm like you're like doesn't have to be that it doesn't way. have to like every piece of it doesn't have to be this simple yeah. like that you know no one goes over to a butter cookie at Christmas no. and is like, did you know? No. <laughs> like, no one imposes a lot of that. Absolutely not. We just eat the fucking cookies. Yep. <laughs> it's true. Well, it's not Christmas at all. It doesn't not. feel even a little bit like Christmas outside. If I, Whoever doesn't live in Chicago, we've been having the best weather the past two days. Yeah. Was, yeah. 52, 54 or something yesterday. Why, I rode my bike. It's yeah. Great. Yeah. I wore a fall jacket i yeah you stowed know away the the down comforter that i adorn my back with every january and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know to wear a bomber. other places in the world do not get excited when it's 40 degrees i know <laughs> i know that's kind of sad um, but there's like there's that meme of like uh chicagoans when it breaks 40 degrees mm-hmm. and it's like a dude standing outside in shorts in and shorts. a flip-flops yep. and he's like grilling <laughs> well and that's I mean, every year we kind of go through this pattern where January kind of sucks, but then we'll get to February and there will be like one or two days in right. there where it's just... Right. It's the rest like of this month spring. is going to blow. Yep. The rest <laughs> of this month is going to suck. Anyway. anyway. so here we are. Welcome to the Feeny Call. Welcome to the Feeny Call. I guess you better new theme song. <laughs> I know you put a lot of work uh, in the other one. After all of the work I put into the other one. <laughs> yeah. But Whatever. instead, can it just be a little a jingle? Welcome to... Oh, look at that. I opened my phone and the first thing up was our post about Maitland Ward. Oh, it's her birthday. It is her birthday. The day that we're recording this. this. Not the day that you're listening to it. No, but the day that we're recording this. So happy birthday, Maitland. So let's kick it off with some trivia. This is season two, episode 18 by Hook or Crook. The trivia for this was along with Stormy Weather and Witches of Penbrook, this is one of only three episodes in which Ben Savage and Ryder Strong do not share a scene. Oh, wow. It's mm-hmm. interesting. Yep. Yeah, this is one of would three have been really, where they don't actually. Because like, would have been so interesting it. if Corey wasn't even in this episode. You know, yeah, it would have. It kind of would have. But I do like his little pieces. In it's this a fun episode. B plot. And I appreciate that, like, they don't do anything else with it. Yeah. It just happens. It's well, so, like, barely there. And it's a good... 
I don't want to say segue, kind of a good segue into the fact that you can tell Ben Savage's voice is changing. Because mm, sure. it's low sure. in this one and he's trying to be like, I am mono. And mm-hmm. then in the next episode, it's still low mm-hmm. and he's not sick. And mm-hmm. you're like, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. Yeah. It's a cute little teaser for like, we're almost to season three when Corey and Topanga actually mm-hmm. get together. So like, it's a cute, their B-plot like does a lot with very little. Yes. Um, I think it's you. It's my turn, right? I'm on the even episodes. Yes. Because I'm odd. Sweet. That's I feel like this is an easy one. number. All right, well, forget <laughs> it. All right. right, on your mark. Okay. Get set. Uh-huh. Go. So Eric really wants to go to Europe, but his grades suck, so he talks to Feeney about getting his grades up, and Feeney gives him and Jason a tutor, and then the tutor is really into Eric, and she uh, cheats for him and changes his test grade, and then he says he doesn't want to do that, and he's trying to study, and then she gives him the answers, and he cheats, but then he feels bad, so he goes and confesses to Feeney, but he doesn't tell Feeney that he got the answers from her, and then she shows up, and Feeney finds out that it was her that convinced him to cheat, and she... uh, learns her lesson meanwhile Corey's sick with mono and topanga and he, he tell each other they like each other <laughs> that was actually not bad that's like it that's everything that i mean is, it's, it's all it's all eric's plot there's no other yes stuff it's here such a good eric it episode. is I mean, it's like it's probably our first real yeah eric episode yep it feels like yeah you know like we, eric has had bigger roles in some episodes than other but this is the most like substantial eric mm-hmm. episode we've had this is, I think, the first one that's specifically and only centered around Eric. Right. It's also, there's... like, our first Eric Feeney episode. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, we haven't really dug into that Eric Feeney we... relationship much. Yeah. Well, I think a lot of it is because he was Corey... For the entire first season, he was solely Corey's teacher. Right, right. They didn't really have much of a really relationship not. besides that episode where Eric... I guess the, in season one, the episode where Eric shows up to talk to them about high school. Yeah. That's That'd kind of a that's one. a little bit of an Eric episode and starts off our Eric Feeney thing a little bit. Mm. But like this is this is a big hit on it. Yeah. It's a good time. What did you learn, Megan? Well, okay. So there's kind of it's a it's a it's kind of a two parter because okay. from the perspective of from the perspective of the tutor, her name is Tori, mm-hmm. it's don't write people off, especially for certain things that are kind of out of their control and kind of from Eric's perspective it's don't sell yourself short you are the only thing that's you know holding you back interesting because I thought because I I was like I should probably take it from Eric's perspective but I also just want to take it from like a general like what she what is she doing wrong like Mm -hmm. she's the problem so Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. we should probably discuss a little bit about like her issue sure man she's the worst yeah yeah, you know, I I think a lot of it has to do with with both of those things that you said there that you know, we get Feeney leans heavily into like not writing people off. And I think you I think what you've described is really like they could homogenize into mm-hmm. like don't write yourself or anyone else like yeah. off, you know, cuz like Eric's writing himself off too. Yeah. You know, he he's throwing himself out before he even gives himself a chance. Mm-hmm. Very much so how she did. So the broader look at it is really like just putting yourself also under that mm-hmm. umbrella of people not to, to write off. Which I think is, you know, it's great. Mm-hmm. It's it's a good, it is a little after school especially. Mm-hmm. This um, one, just because of the cheating, I feel like. Right, 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 right. It's very. The fact that that's, it's got, a, it's got an after school special vibe to yes. it. Um, but, you know, I, I, I think that even still, 
it is a it is a strong show, especially that last scene mm-hmm. in Feeney's office. It's mm-hmm. a long scene too. Yeah, it is. It is. All, it is I, I was watching it. And I was like, man, this is lengthier than we often sit mm-hmm. in a scene on this show. You know, like we're usually just a couple minutes and we're out. But there is there is a good amount of meat to this scene. Oh yeah, for sure. And only like one joke in it too. It's a very serious. Like if we're looking, if we're even if we're just taking cues off the laugh track, there yeah. is only one joke mm-hmm. in this scene and it's when Feeney hits him with D-Day and he says 1944 that was Z I put Q or whatever it was yep. that's like it yeah otherwise there are no other jokes in this entire last scene in the office there it's very for like five minutes serious right. which is another reason that I kind of like the the B plot with Corey and Topanga and also the B plot with Turner and his bike it's just those are super just oh shit yeah that's in this episode yep <laughs> it's super inconsequential to a point where you don't even remember it I, hardly yeah no that's fun just... though i like it i like the sean the uncle mike yeah but then and you the can bike have... that's i completely forgot it's in this episode <laughs> you can have like that lighter 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 and then all of a sudden you're deep dark into this right. scene and then of course it ends on a high note because mm-hmm. topanga and Corey are being silly but mm-hmm. we talked about this i think maybe last week or so um, every time Jason's here, shit God, is uh, bad. Jason sucks. Ugh, Jason sucks. Jason's the the real bad guy in Boy Meets World. Yes, he's he's a garbage, garbage he's the human. Antagonist of this entire. He series. is the worst, and he's not like he doesn't really do anything in this episode. No, except for the scene when they're in the lunchroom. Yep. And Eric says that like he left half the test blank, should have taken the answers, and he's like, oh, that's the end of a very good story. Would yep. you like to tell me the rest? And then he's like, oh yeah, she wanted to give me the answers, and in return, like, I had sure. to like make out with her. Yep. And he hits and he's like, stupid, 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 stupid. And I'm like, no, man. Come on, Jason. It's not stupid. It's not stupid. He did the right thing. Don't be an asshole. First of all, though, how, what parent in their right mind would let their two children by themselves, they're 17 at this point, two 17-year-olds by themselves go to Europe? I guess they're probably 16, honestly. I mean. Are they juniors? I think they're juniors. So they're 16 or 17. 16 or 17. They're not seniors because Tori's a senior. But we, based on what we have learned from Taken, you can't let your 17-year-old go abroad by themselves. They're two upper middle class white boys, Megan. (laughs) Nothing happens to them. Nothing happens. (laughs) The the world was made for them and and there's inconsequential, obviously. (laughs) When I was a junior in high school, my friends wanted to road trip up to Chicago. It was Mm -hmm. a three hour drive. And my parents wouldn't let me do that. And they're letting me Oh, no. I mean, I'm with you. Like, they're in high school. Overseas. You can't go overseas by yourself in high school and backpack Europe. Like, that's that's the college. That's like, I finished my freshman year of college. Now I'm going backpacking. Or I just graduated high school. I'm going backpacking Mm -hmm. even. But like, oh, it's my summer between junior and senior year. I'd like to go spend it backpacking. Like, that doesn't happen. Well, and especially (laughs) if, if they were responsible teenagers, then I would... Like, if... Topanga was like, I want to go backpack in Europe for a summer. I'd be like, that checks out. Or yeah, but she's the start. one that's going to get screwed, Megan, because that's take true. it. <laughs> because if we've learned nothing if we've learned from Liam Neeson. From Liam Neeson's, is that a trilogy? There are three of those movies, I right? I so, yeah. Jesus Christ. But I feel like I've seen them all, maybe. I, that checks out to me if Topanga was like, I want to go do this. I'd be like, yep, that makes sense. Because she would be doing it for, I don't know, better reasons. <laughs> for academia. Than, yeah. Uh, or just, you know, for cultural reasons and just to be out in the world and experience it. But they are doing it 
for the nude beaches and mm-hmm. the food. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. really the reason why. And just yeah. to get away from their parents. Yeah, maybe if America offered a little more of an eclectic uh, social life, they wouldn't feel the overwhelming need right? <laughs> to go. Why didn't? Why don't they just take a weekend and go to New York? That's that's all we got. It's like a two-hour drive. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's easy. It's easy. Oh, we got it's there. probably <laughs> cheaper. Oh no, it's definitely cheaper. It's definitely cheaper. International airfare. Yeah. So I don't. Whatever. 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 That's the Matthew. I'm not. I'm not. Eric. Well, and then they Eric. they're like, all right, you got up to a B average. Here's your backpack. We'll see you yeah. soon. Like, what the fuck? No. No. Not it's even not sort of. No. Foolish. Man, I I'm still reeling about the fact that I completely forgot. About Turner's bike, <laughs> Turner's bike. Uh, getting messed up in this episode, and and Uncle Mike's. Now, mm-hmm. this is the same actor that played yep. Uncle Mike last time, and same shop, roughly. So I am proud of the continuity. In when that did regard. we go to the shop before? Uh, when Eric drove the parent his parents' car without getting his license. The last time Jason fucking came and fucked shit up. Right, 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 right. He failed his driver's test. Yeah. But this, but that wasn't Uncle Mike's shop. It was. Because then Uncle Mike shows back up again as Chubby. And we're like, oh, no, no, as the delivery guy. Right, right, right. Like, he, he's a delivery guy in one episode. Uh, in the episode with, with TK. Mm-hmm. He's a delivery guy. And he had already been Uncle Mike in, yes. in season one. And so now oh. we're back with, with Uncle Mike again. Yeah, weird. I know. But I do appreciate at least that. I mean, I like the actor. He's funny. He's good, good well cast, you yes. know? Very well cast for the role. I love Sean in this episode, though, and how he stands up to (laughs) him. Oh, so like family. No! (laughs) (laughs) It's It's a great, great joke. (laughs) He's so funny. I love episodes. Like, we get more, obviously, a more serious side of Ryder Strong, but Ryder Strong has great comedic timing. He's Mm -hmm. a good little actor, and he's funny. Mm -hmm. I love in this episode, too. um, This episode, now now that we're talking about it right now, it feels like both of the B plots are directly related to what will happen next yeah or like big future. big continuity related like given circumstance changes mm. because mm-hmm. like it's it's the first time like i mean we've touched this Corey topanga stuff flirtingly before but like this is the first time we're really kind of getting into like we have feelings for each other and mm-hmm. should pursue a relationship yeah and similar which is where we obviously begin season three with that and we're only mm-hmm. a few episodes out and then also at the end of this season is when Sean moves in with Turner. Yes. And this episode, like Stress Sean and Turner establish. have had banter and, mm-hmm. and bits, but this is like an outside of class relationship yeah. now. And it almost sets up for the next episode because mm-hmm. Turner gets his bike all shiny and new mm-hmm. and then they're like, let's yeah. fuck it up again. It's interesting. It's and I hadn't really considered how much the B-plot feels Did like... Did do it on purpose? Right. Maybe like it really feels like it's, they're both wonderful setups for for the future for large given circumstance changes yeah i'm giving them a lot of credit but what a well-written episode yeah you know truly yeah. it is if, if they didn't plan it then they tied it in very well right then they, they were like hey that it, was then... kind of interesting right maybe we go do something more with that did you guys know <laughs> no could be that could be it so if it wasn't planned good on you for sure. tying it back in and if it was good on you for writing it that right. way right but even so. down like even the writing also into the into the Feeney and Eric scene at the end mm-hmm. so a very well written scene especially once Tori comes in yes. and and like Feeney he starts to kind of say like well yeah. no actually and she's like are you kidding me right like it's it, it presented itself in such a believable way mm-hmm. and then Feeney 
I had kind of forgotten. Feeney ties it in with like, well, that's what I get yeah. for hiring a pretty girl. Right, right. Whatever. He said it, and I had forgotten about this moment for a yes. second. And my immediate reaction was like, oh shit, whoa. Yeah. And then like he obviously Explains, is doing yeah. like very smartly, and I'm like, damn, how how crafty. Yep. How well done. Like I, I've so definitely seen this and I had forgotten a little mm-hmm. bit and you, you got me like it's yeah, it's just well done. Yeah. And that whole whole bit. And then I don't, do that. you do you think she should have been fired? If this was the first time that she had done anything to this effect, I appreciate Feeney for giving her a second chance, but I think she's on very thin ice. So mm-hmm. no, if this was the first time, no, I don't think she should have been fired. Because I think after he said that to her and it hit her in such a way and she was like what did you just say to me it really struck a chord with her and I don't think she'll do it again in the event that she does obviously she needs to be fired and in the event that it's happened before she needs to be fired but I appreciate Feeney for giving her a second chance yeah because it also kind of showed Eric in a way because he like Eric was like you should have fired her and he was like well I don't write people off Mm -hmm. and it kind of bled into it tied the lesson up with a nice little bow, whereas I think if he fired her, it wouldn't have tied it up that nicely. Well, and what I think it also, it's if he had fired her, it would demonstrate that you, like, you fuck up and you're gone. Yeah. Which is where Eric's mind is, obviously. It's yeah. Like, I fucked up, I'm done. Like, that's it. Uh-huh. You know, like, one strike and I'm out. Yeah. I, I don't, it's really hard for me to can think about it, because I, I, I see all of this, and it's very smart and 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 well reasoned but then part of me like also says like nah bitch like she should be fired yeah like her fundamental job yep. is to tutor and like she like completely subverted that and she did i guess it also depends <laughs> on what she's receiving for tutoring is she is this just like a side hustle for her that she's actually getting paid for i'm under the assumption the she's school? being paid i'm under i yeah, I'm under the assumption she is being paid. Because she could just be getting credit, maybe. If she's getting credit, then I could see not firing her. I guess the she's stakes do paid, matter. Paid, I see right. firing her, but I don't know. I feel like she's getting paid, but like as I say this now too, like what you said, if this is like the first infraction, mm-hmm. then it's like here's a write up. Yeah. You know, and and I think it's in, yeah, yeah. I would have wanted to fire her dick, real though. bad. Yep. But I think it's probably the right move not to. And that he hits her with that, did you learn something? And it would be one thing, because I feel like she starts off with an angle of, I really like you. I want to spend more time with you. So I'm going to give you the answer so that we can spend more time together. That's kind of the angle where she starts. And then when he calls her, she's like, it's really hard. You can't do it. You're yeah. lucky you're pretty. And then she gets to be, she's just a dick. I she's can't. a bitch. I can't handle it. She's she's so she's, mean to She's him. a real asshole about it. And he doesn't... It's it's so unfortunate that he just takes it. He doesn't... Well, he doesn't really, though. Like, in the hallway, after he finds out mm-hmm. that she changed his test, he, he, he kind of hits... He gets mad at her and yeah. hits her back a little bit with, like, I'm not doing it like this. I don't yeah. want to do it. And then, like, he calls her really, truly for, like, for, yeah. help in, like... But then as doesn't soon as know she, where else to turn, and and he's left with no other options because yeah. she manipulates it into it. As soon as she, yeah, well, yeah, as soon as she knocks him down a few pegs, he's just like, okay, fine. Right, like kicks him down, destroys his self confidence, and and leaves him with no yeah. other choice other than to be like, I guess you're right. In a way, feels like a like a really tame perversion of 
what like historically a lot of men have done to women where yep. they've like made them feel like shit yep and in in, in like, order to manipulate them right and like oh great I've made you feel shitty enough and like now you don't know what else to do except for desire my yeah affection, uh, affection and attention and atten- yeah like yeah. Oh, oh it's gross I yeah. hate it it's gross I don't like her she's I hate it so much she really really fucking makes me mad and she's so yeah she's just very wicked in the way that she does it because it all again it all comes across like this is good for you this will be good for us and mm-hmm. well us and what's together even and like then, the more fucked oh. up too is she she tutors jason jason receives just tutoring and he, he gets a better well. grade yeah <laughs> and like yeah. so it shows the capacity that like okay great she she's a is a tutor. decent tutor and both of these kids just need some like good at guidance from a tutor mm-hmm. and then they can achieve some results. Yep. And yet, like she's willing to do that work with Jason. But not with Eric. But not with Eric. she just wants to. Because of her own selfish interest. Yep. And disrespect. Man. And I don't, and here's the thing. If he's leaving for the summer to go to Europe, you're not even going to see him. So what kind of relationship are you looking for? Clearly, it's just like a short-term thing. You just want to make out with him for a little while and then just be like, yeah. all right, have fun in Europe. She's the worst. Like, out of all of the girls that we've met so far... She sucks. I think she sucks even more than the radio girl. I forget her name. But the girl who flipped out at Eric when they brought the rats into the room. Oh, then, oh, oh, oh. Or not radio, sorry. The newspaper girl. I know what you mean. Yeah. When Feeney is a weenie or new principal's yep. a weenie. I know what you mean. Yeah, she yeah. might suck more than her. I think I think Tori definitely sucks more than that girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ooh, is she worse than Desiree? Oh, no. Mmm. Desiree is Here's the, worst. the thing, though. <laughs> Desiree never does anything. What I was going to say, this, this, it makes sense with all the pieces swirling around in my brain, but it might not make sense coming out of my mouth. Desiree doesn't do anything specifically, or she, she only does things specifically to manipulate Eric. Whereas Tori is discrediting herself, she's being dishonest to Feeney, mm-hmm. and she's being manipulative and just writing Eric off. Sure. Like, I feel like she's bringing other people and other situations and other things. Yeah. So you this. so you think Tori's worse? Yeah. I think Tori's worse. Because Desiree's just a spoiled brat. Right. She's just I a agree. spoiled Tori's brat worse. who wants attention. Because also Desiree, Desiree doesn't, like, undermine your self-respect. Correct. She kind of, she treats you like shit. Yes. But you but can under, get out at any right, time. Right. Under no pretense, under, under no, like, false conception, really. She takes advantage mm-hmm. of you but not by like they take advantage of you differently where like she takes mm-hmm. advantage of Eric by being like aren't I pretty come on whereas yes. Tori takes advantage of Eric by being like you're just too stupid yep you know like you're just not gonna like making yeah. him feel bad about himself what? whereas she takes advantage by making herself more exciting and if we continue playing out this scenario like in the future with Tori say he were to just be like okay fine I cheated here we are whatever we're in a relationship now I guess then whatever he does, she can always hold it over his head. Well, you cheated on that test. I know that you cheated on that test. Mm -hmm. And I can tell Feeney at any time. Mm -hmm. And so she not only has the upper hand in that she has beaten him down so that he believes that she's the the more powerful of the two, Mm -hmm. then also she has this hanging over his head. Mm -hmm. So, which in the event that that were to get to that place, then I feel like Eric could be like, yeah, but you were the one who helped me cheat. So I could take you down too. But why, why do you think Eric doesn't rat her out? 
I think Eric doesn't rat her out because he has seen, well, maybe a, a couple of reasons. One, I think he still is cares for her and has feelings for her and doesn't want her to get in trouble at his at his hand. Mm-hmm. Two, he's thinking maybe maybe there's still a possibility for a relationship here even though mm-hmm. I have confessed I didn't bring you down so we can just move on from this and have a relationship or continue he can continue getting tutored by her or three well and three I think he's seen obviously the good work that she's done with Jason so he probably didn't want to strip her of her title because he knows that she's a good tutor he just hasn't he has unfortunately not received the benefit of her tutelage I think a lot of it also has to do with when Eric goes to Feeney to to confess that he cheated he square he puts the blame all on him he doesn't blame her no even to himself mm-hmm. you know like he he accepts all of that blame and so when it comes down to like Feeney asking who else is at fault mm-hmm. it is in Eric's eyes genuinely all his fault mm-hmm. in that like she didn't actually like he doesn't see that she did anything wrong and mm-hmm. it takes Feeney pointing out these things yeah. for him because uh, because of how much she's wrecked his respect for himself mm-hmm. he doesn't even see that she did anything wrong mm-hmm. you know as far as as far as he's concerned she's really gotten him into a point where she's just trying to do what's right for me yep. she's just trying to help she's trying to help you me. know like she's trying to get he me really Europe. feels that way yeah. when he when he goes to Feeney which makes it even sadder that like that is really sad far as he is concerned it's I'm it's all my interest. fault yep. and she's still like good and and safe from all this oh right? yeah that is very sad right I think, I mean, by the end of it, he understands. Do you think Feeney knows that it's her and he's just... I don't. ...kind of baiting I don't, actually. I think Feeney really trusted her. Mm. I I can't decide. Part of me thinks that, yes, he knows because he brings her into his office. But he doesn't, he doesn't, like, ask for her. She just shows up. Really? Yeah, she comes and like knocks and's like, "Am I interrupting?" And so like we never oh, learned why she came. Why she came? But I I totally assumed that he called her in. But yeah, that, no, he. That well, and then he's like, "Oh yeah, good. Come on in. Actually, it's good that you're here." Yeah. So so he didn't ask for her to come. We don't know why she came. But mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think he knows. I think he trusts her, which makes it that worse. much like stronger and worse. The only another reason why I was like maybe he knows is because he doesn't press Eric for the senior who gave him the answers. Because Eric's like, oh, I was a senior. He took a class last year. Yeah. He doesn't like press and be like, okay, well, I'm gonna need a name because mm-hmm. that person's gonna obviously get in trouble. Point. Sure. But who knows the what the wise and wonderful Feeney has up his sleeve at all times. Well, and I think the other reason I think that I feel like he didn't know is because Feeney's hurt. Yeah. You know, like he his trust he feels his trust having been betrayed. Mm-hmm. But we don't see that until it becomes clear that it was her. Mm-hmm. You know, he doesn't lead with that. Yeah. Which I guess could be like a crafty not showing his hand. But um, when when he but I think it's feels mostly, his trust betrayed and, yeah. and kind of hits back at her, you know, it hurts. He got, he trusted it you. Stings. Well, and like as, as somebody who, who works with young people and students, uh, there are often students that I will have a relationship with that I consider like I trust them more mm-hmm. and I like have 
talked to them and been like, listen, I'm trusting, like you're an example, you're a leader, like I want to be able to trust you with these kinds of things. And then like it does hurt worse when like that person fucks up Mm -hmm. as opposed to the rest of the people who, and this is maybe shitty on me, but to be honest, like I have a lower expectation. Yeah. Four. And that I doesn't mean like a lower just... expectation, like ugh, they're garbage, so they're going to be garbage. Yeah. But like, just as in, like, maybe it's like that I have somebody that has a higher expectation for someone, everyone yeah. else has like the standard. Yeah. You know, well, that's a better way of looking at it. Trust is built <clears throat> over time. Trust is not just in an immediate mm-hmm. thing. So if you have built a rapport with a student, mm-hmm. then obviously your trust for them is higher because yeah. that's just how human we as humans work. So. Right. Well, and similarly, I, I supervise staff members at Mm. my work and you know our staff is is diverse in experience and age Mm. should someone who it's their first job they're 19 they uh you know have have, don't have much of an experience Mm -hmm. and or someone who's you know in their mid-20s and has been there for years and knows the routine if they were to both like commit the same transgression if Mm -hmm. you will uh i would be more disappointed by Mm-hmm. That older person with whom I've I've trusted and sure, that would yeah so. yeah that checks out. Oh, man, fuck her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn. She's, she's. I still can't decide. I feel like I probably would have fired her, and I feel a little shitty about saying that. But I feel like I probably would have in that moment fired her. I don't even know if I would have fired her in that moment. I would have been like, "Will you please stay behind, Eric? You're dismissed." And then I would have fired her. I don't think I would have fired in front in front of Eric. Sure, I mean, I like, guess because that almost would have been like de-escalate the situation, yeah. calm down, and then. But like, I feel like I, I feel I probably would have fired her for that. I, I really don't know if I would have. I think it like I know it, it's, what I think I, the reason I think I would have fired her, is because. She failed. She not only failed to do her primary job function, but mm-hmm. she deliberately, like, circumvented her primary job function. Yeah. You know, it's one thing if, like, your primary job function is to tutor and you, uh, you, you were late or, like, you know, like, small whatever problems or I'm trying to think of a better example. What's, like, what, what would this be akin to where it's, like, your primary job is to tutor and instead you, you helped them cheat? So, mm-hmm. similarly, your primary job function is to a nurse yeah I guess that would be similar like you're 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 a medical professional and mm-hmm. instead you were deliberately harming them yeah like, and you're just like you know like that you are you are deliberately doing the opposite of your expected responsibilities mm-hmm. and that I think is why I am so inclined to fire her yeah. because it's not just like a mistake or like it's it is a deliberate opposition Mm-hmm. to your job functions yeah but it's not like but he makes a good case for giving second chances <laughs> yes he does well and also i think the another big thing is uh, again you said this eric goes into that meeting and he's like this was my fault my responsibility i'm not i'm stupid i'm the one who doesn't know anything whatever and he takes it all on himself so i don't think feeney even realizes that she has been kind of emotionally manipulating him behind the scenes Mm -hmm. he probably from what he knows of this situation assuming that he doesn't know that she's the one who's been giving him the answers all he knows is she gave him the answers he doesn't know the context leading up to it he doesn't know the conversation Mm -hmm. that was had on the phone before she gave him the answers Mm -hmm. so i feel like for him it's just like oh you did a bad job let's try this again. It wasn't like you did a bad job and also you emotionally manipulated a person that I am 
that is very close to me and made him sure. feel less than. That's fair. I guess he didn't watch the episode, so. <laughs> <laughs> he can watch it now with the hindsight, but. Right, 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 right. But yeah. yeah, I think that also might have played into it a little bit as he obviously didn't know the entire situation. Yeah. Um, so he it would have been so hard to answer that question when she says, are you firing this me, Mr. Yep. Feeney? And he asks, did you learn something? And she says, yes, sir. I would have been like, <laughs> would I I'd be bowling over that for so long? Just be like, okay. <sighs> like, Sit outside for five minutes. Right, I need to think. <laughs> right. Like, leave the room. Come back here in 20 minutes. I really need to, like, write some stuff down and process this. Like, Pros and cons. Right. Like, it would have been just, it would have been really tough to navigate. Mm-hmm. Don't know what I would have done with it, but. Um, damn. Yeah. Right. Who Who is your MVP, Megan? My MVP is Eric. Mm-hmm. Simply because he he w- was very resistant to it at first. This was not like a him just going into it and being like, "I'm gonna cheat." Here I am, like, woohoo, let's do it. He was he was hell bent on like, "I'm gonna learn. I'm gonna get the answers. I'm it's gonna true. know. Like, I'm gonna do the work, put in the work, and receive the benefit of that, and then be able to go to Europe." He obviously gets sidestepped. It's easy to do that when someone is manipulating you in a certain way, especially when they're undermining your intelligence while boosting up another part of you, saying you're stupid, but you're so pretty that you don't need it's to so be true. smart. It's so true. She negs the shit out of him this whole episode. Yep. So Just it's so constantly easy. negging him. It's so easy to do, especially when you're young and you're, you know, a teenage boy. Right. But then in the end, he makes the decision. He said, no one's like, you need to do this. He's Mm -hmm. just like, I'm going to come forward. I'm going to come clean. And when he does come clean, then he's able to receive the message that Feeney is giving him and take it with him. Because I don't think we have another issue with Eric cheating in the future. Yeah, not really. We do, I mean, we have issues. We with, have issues with him with him not like applying himself yeah. and the laziness, but not not to this degree necessarily. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we do revisit the like Eric. Just like try do your yeah do your fucking work. try and and I'm sure you can surprise us. Yeah, which we obviously then kind of get when he takes the what the SATs for like the mm-hmm. fourth time or whatever it was, and he yeah. finally gets like a decent grade. We see him appearing to try. Yes. I think we I think what we always see from Eric going forward is is the convincing of himself that he is trying mm-hmm. and then we have to like hit him with like you're not though. Like you're just trying you're enough to convince yeah. yourself that you're trying. Yeah. So that you can say you're trying and mm-hmm. like that way when you fail you can say like well I tried, but yeah. you're not really, you're not really trying. trying. Yeah. 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 You know who my MVP is. I know. You know. Which is why I, <laughs> which is why I picked somebody else. Cause I was like, right. well, it could be Feeney. Skylar's going to pick. No, it's Uncle Mike. It's definitely- <laughs> Uncle Mike. <laughs> it's Uncle Mike, obviously. Yeah, no, it's Feeney. I mean, listen, Uncle Mike was true to his word after some convincing. Yeah, he took some so work. So it took some work, but he was a good guy in the end. Someone could rally for Uncle Mike, but I think it'd be dumb because no. they're way more obvious choices in this situation than <laughs> yeah it's Feeney for me of course I've, I feel like I really summed it up in that like he he just he really at the end of all of this now his decision making is deliberate mm-hmm. and and intentional um to it and like in calm 
and conscious to a degree mm-hmm. that you know I don't feel like I would have been in that place yeah uh, and and many other I don't I don't feel like many teachers could sit in that room mm-hmm. and have the demeanor and the the composure that and the mm-hmm. and the and the graciousness like, the graciousness and the also like the intentionality mm-hmm. behind everything he says in that last scene and and to be so to so smart on the fly too. yes you know he didn't, pre- he didn't get to prepare for that yeah. <laughs> he didn't get to prep that meeting yeah exactly uh, so it's meaning yeah i mean he had an entire team of writers behind him to prepare about what says who so a little continuity thing oh it's the girls room it's the girls room now instead of the boys room the door. and it will be the girls room again in the future which is kind of funny because eric walks in and he's like you have a couch just gonna couch in there <laughs> Which they do eventually in the future when we get to the episode Hair Today Gone Tomorrow. That's, yeah, it's the girls' that's room. So in funny. This one. It's the boys' it's room the again in the next one, I think. It's often the boys' room. It's often more often the boys' room. Right. Sometimes Feeney's office. Sometimes Feeney's office. It is the, the girls' room this time. Office that one time. Oh yeah, yeah. We'll get to it. We'll get there. But then it is the girls' room in this episode, which is just wild. We get some continuity with Uncle Mike, so like we slip up now and again, and it's. We can't get it all. We can't have it all in this show. The continuity is just wild. It it's all wild. over the place. And they had a tight schedule. I guess so. Yeah. They had a tight schedule and maybe not the budget to keep on the right. people that they... Whatever. It doesn't matter. Yeah. They, they didn't have the budget to keep the monkeys. Obviously. So they had to recast to Pang's dad. But yeah, I think that's it. That was really the only um, big continuity thing. I loved the little ending with uh, Cory and Topanga. It was very it's funny. Cute very cute and I like the fact that they finally have admitted that they like each other well mm-hmm. Topanga mm-hmm. did Corey was being a little brat I gotta say falling asleep it is weird though because we haven't spent so much time like I feel like Topanga just came back yeah she was gone for so long she was gone for a while she was not in so or many she episodes was, she was just less prevalent she was like there but just not it yeah. wasn't like at the beginning of the season where we got the episode where they were like there was a lot of her in the beginning of this season yeah We've been on a real like Topanga dry spell. Yes. Um, for for several episodes now, mm-hmm. and then we bring her back in like a real way. Yeah. Here. Well, and the crazy part is, the dry spell that we've been going through has been them dating other people. Right, right. They've all been these like Corey is having this thing with this girl. Corey yeah. is having this thing with this girl, kind of shit. Like we've had so many of those episodes lately, and I'm so thankful that neither of these episodes are about that. Yes. You know? Yep. Oh my God. It was so refreshing it to not refreshing. have an episode where it was like, Corey and Sean are shitty to girls. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yep. So true. refreshing to not be about that. Even Eric. It was so refreshing for this episode to only be related to a romantic interest between a guy and a girl. Yes. In the regards to the larger story there. Mm-hmm. And that it was not fuck up this one yeah yeah it's just so tired of it yes so true (laughs) so tired of that fucking storyline at this point that's just kind of the second and third season tied up in a bow just because as soon as Corey and Topanga start dating it's a little bit different we still get Sean and his kind of even those throwing away girls yeah but even though some of those start to get like a much deeper yes you know like we've we've been in so many so such a rut for so long and I'm just so relieved to like come up for air and be like ah some substance. <laughs> <laughs> Something. Some substance. Some substance. Some, some decency. Feeny. Some feeny. Like, we're, yeah. we're back. Thank God. Yes. In many ways, as much as I bitch about the first season, at least it's it's not always about 
girls. Girls yep. in, and that sounds shitty to and say. Puberty, yeah. But it's not always about like shitty middle, like mm-hmm. or junior high relationships. And I'm sure we appreciated that. Well, and that's kind of the thing. I'm sure we appreciated that at the time when we were watching this and we were in junior high or we were in high school and sure. we were like, oh yeah, we actually relate to this. But now that we're adults right. and we don't relate to it as much, mm. now we're like, okay, we're tired of this. It just feels like there's too many of them. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know? Yeah. There's just so many of those episodes. Yes. So, that's so, my problem. I'm, yeah. And it's very, it's a played out. We're going to get more, obviously. Yeah. We're not done with them, um, but... but- where we at least have are starting the train of more substance. We kind of mm-hmm. started the train. Well, the train is moving now. I should say we started the train at the beginning of this season because we were dealing with some some stuff. But it, now we're moving at least a little bit more. I feel we're like from here way. through the end of this season, we really get some good meat. Yes, I I saw someone on Twitter. Episodes. Someone on Twitter said season two is the best season of Boy Meets World. Interesting. And I was like, that I is disagree. an interesting take. It's a bold. It is a bold. Bold opinion. Bold opinion. Sure. It is an opinion. And you're it is an opinion, and you're allowed to have it, even though it's wrong. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't know. I I understand how there are some good episodes in this season, and we and it does start to flesh out the rest of the series. And if you don't care for the relationship between Corey and Topanga, which a lot of people are getting to a place where they don't care for the relationship between Corey and Topanga, I could see how this could be your favorite season, but. There's just so many better things coming. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's not. It's so, not. It's yeah. not. It's, that's, that's <laughs> not. I'm a hard pass on that one. Anyway, so yeah. Is that that? Uh, Are we wrapped? Yeah, I think so. That's about it. Oh, look, the sun's going down. Oh my God, it's making my eyes this whole time. <laughs> I'm sorry. So, you I can mean, move no, to the side of the island. There's not. Well, the, the thing, there's a counter. It's, forget it. Um, like us on the things. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Were you about to say class dismissed? I don't know. I swear to God. Like and share and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Yes. On Spotify or Google Podcasts or Anchor or whatever you're listening to this on. Yes. Subscribe. If you're not listening on Apple Podcasts, yes. give us a quick star rating there. Yes. And maybe write and a some review. words. We appreciate it. I'm trying it. to think of something new. I think I'll start a new thing in season three. Mm-hmm. Maybe not a poem. Maybe I'll write a song. Ooh, that could be good. It, once we start season three, I might do that. So okay. Keep uh, keep an eye out for that because that could be fun. And we would appreciate it very much. We would definitely um, appreciate it very Thank much. you for listening. And yes. we hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. Yeah, enjoy. Oh, the groundhog saw his shadow. Or oh, didn't yeah. didn't see a shadow? Which one means he that spring's coming soon? Did not see his shadow. And so he stayed above ground because he was not afraid and did not go back into hiding. Okay, cool. Which is messed up because you think about it. The sun. Wait. Wait. What? He goes back into hiding because it's six more weeks of winter. I could be mistaken on this, but I'm like 95% certain, which is messed up because if he sees the sun, doesn't that signify that spring is coming? And then he would see his shadow and then he would go back into hiding. But if it were winter, it's still all gray out. He doesn't see his shadow and he stays above ground. It's all really fucking stupid. What is this about? None of it makes any sense. What is this about? Sorry, we're just recording this right after Groundhog Day here. So I was thinking about it, but it's all really fucking stupid is what it is. Not... Groundhog Day starring Bill Murray. That's a great time. Big fan. I haven't seen it in so long, and I think I slept through it the last time I watched it. Oh, it's very good. Next year, I should give it a go. You can watch it any time. I know, but it's more fun if you watch it on the day. It's not a Groundhog Day film. Like, you don't have to. It's more fun if you watch it that way. I. (laughs) 
want to watch it on Groundhog's Day. Oh, It'll be more shit. fun that All way. right. Anyway. I'll get super into it. I'll make hats with little Groundhogs on them. Spring's coming soon. Nobody hold your breath for am I going to watch Groundhog Day, uh, <laughs> the movie. And class dismissed. <laughs>